Good morning, guys, and welcome to Emmett Audio. So, this morning we were lying in bed and our younger daughter comes in for a snuggle. And somehow we got talking about the Pilgrims and the Mayflower and the Boston Tea Party. I guess she had read a book that described this. And at every step of the way, I felt like she was old enough that I basically found myself saying, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's talk about the Pilgrims and or the Puritans and how uh, they came to this continent and what they actually did and, you know, how they actually succeeded and how they nearly died the first year and how it was only because they received the kindness of strangers who they then persecuted that they managed to survive and and the Boston Tea Party, let's talk about how the Boston Tea Party was actually uh, a power move by the rich smugglers of Boston who were smuggling in all the tea without paying any tax on it, who wanted to crush the British government's attempt to muscle their way into the tea trade using this ship that was actually going to pay tax on all the tea. Uh, and I don't know how much of it she got, but it got me thinking to how for every story we tell ourselves about how something went down, there's how, there's the spin that gets put on it and how it's not even about it being dumbed down. It's that there's usually a spin put on it to make somebody look good or not. And then also things are simplified to have them makes sense within a a framework that is often omitting certain information. Um, In this instance, the genocide of the Native American populations and the fact that the many of the, who we consider the fathers of the revolution were actually uh, rich smugglers um, who were paranoid. Right? And so those unflattering truths get papered over by a narrative that keeps the actual events because those are harder to um, uh, harder to deny, but reframes them in a way that almost completely loses what was actually going on. And I think much of life is like this. We think we know, excuse me, um, we think we know the narrative of what has happened, but unless you understand the motives of why somebody might do something, you don't actually understand what's going on because the motives really matter, um, right? Why the Boston Tea Party happened is much more illuminating than the fact that it happened. Because uh, in one instance, in in one telling of it, it was a patriotic act of of protest. And in another telling, it was a deliberate attempt to maintain control over a lucrative business empire. And... Those are two very different things, and we look upon them, quite rightly, as two very different things.
And that's why understanding, sorry, I have a drippy nose, which you keep hearing me pause. That's why it's so important to understand the motives behind the actions that we can see recorded. Um, and I think it's why we as makers uh, should be articulating as much as possible our own motives for doing what we are doing. Um, when we uh, when we decide to, I don't know, even something as simple as change how our pricing structure is. I think it's really important that we tell the story of why, or we tell, you know, what we're hoping to accomplish. And we tell it in a form that's going to stick around, like a blog post, um, so that it's, you know, something that we control, so that it is there in perpetuity. And I think that articulating that to our communities is really important because when people get into trouble, it's because it's, it's rarely because their behavior was so terrible. It's because the motives ascribed to their behavior, people assume bad motives to behavior that is in and of itself not not terrible right people get pissed when you change your pricing structure or whatever not because they think that changing your price in and of itself is wrong they get pissed because they feel like the story of why you're doing it is something they don't agree with. And so if you can articulate why you are choosing to do the things you do, then at least that clarity will help those who don't have a problem with it recognize that they don't have a problem with it. That's it. Except to say that go out and question uh, the stories about history, our own history, that you know from your childhood because almost certainly the things that you read as a child in school about history are incomplete and not the whole story and not the true story and are lacking the real motives of what went on. So go hunt those down. Thanks for listening as always.